This is the day the Lord has made. Thank you for joining us in worship today. We praise God for you and however you're listening. We pray the message you receive will allow you to strengthen your relationship in Christ and build his kingdom as we seek God, shape lives, and serve the world. Almighty God we serve. He is worthy to be praised. He deserves all the honor. He deserves all the praise. He deserves all the glory. What a mighty God we serve. Woo. Thank you God. Thank you God. The word of God teaches us that when it's all over here and we're all before God in the kingdom, the angels and all will fly singing, holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, who was, who is, and is to come. That, that, that's what we're all preparing for. I say that's what we all are preparing for. What an awesome God we serve. Ah, 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 6 and 7. 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 6 and 7. I can tell we're getting ready for revival. <laughs> oh, I see it coming, Mother Wilson. We're getting ready for revival. 2 Timothy 1, 6 and 7. ESV, and it reads, For this reason I remind you to fan into flame the gift of God, which is in you through the laying on of my hand. For God gave us a spirit, not of fear, but of power and love and self-control. Let us pray. God, have your way within us on today. Speak, God, that we, your servants, might not just hear, but we may be followers of your word to do your will. Prepare us now even for revival. Use us, God, as only you can. Bless us this day, God, and then help us to be a blessing to others. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. Our subject on today, Lord, send a revival. Lord, send a revival. We are ambassadors for Christ. We represent Christ. We are his ambassadors. Hmm. One song says, Lord, send a revival. Lord, send a revival. Lord, send a revival. And let I want y'all to get that part. And let it begin in me. It's personal. I know we have sung about revival. I know we have talked about revival. I know we have prayed about revival. I know we have given for revival. I know we have invited folk 
to revival. But seriously, have you? I, I mean, the revival is not pastor's revival or deacon's revival or musician's revival. It's, we're asking God to revive all of us. So if you're going to send us a revival, we have a responsibility to allow God to work in us, through us, even before revival. Or we in revival, so even before the preaching portion of revival. The revival starts in you. The Holy Spirit needs you to do all those things I just said and more. Let me go over it and just check, check, check off what you have done. I said, well, you've sung about revival. So if you just finished singing, that was singing about revival. So you can check that one. Um, we've talked about revival. So, you know, some of y'all might have said some things wasn't really good about revival. You know, y'all don't like revivalists, but at least you talked about revival. So you could take that one off. Um, you have given for revival. You have given for revival. And uh, just put a note there that, that all that we take in for revival, we're spending on revival. And we're a little bit short of what we need for it. I would love to have it before revival preaching starts on Tuesday. So give in faith. I know some of y'all say, well, I got to see if you can preach first. <laughs> and about whether you can preach or not, y'all. He coming, he coming, he coming, all right? He's coming. And we need to give. Hey, y'all online too, yeah. Givelify, G-I-V-E-L-I-F-Y. It's the spot there for revival. We need to give and and. Just give, and God, the Word of God says he will give to you. He will bless you in your giving. Um, talked about it, gave, given, prayed about revival. If you were here Thursday night, or if you were online Thursday night in college prayer, oh, my goodness. Woo! <laughs> we prayed for revival. You weren't here. You still have time to pray. You still have time to pray. You got time to pray, you got time to give, you got time to talk, you got time to all that, you got time to do that. And lastly, I mentioned, and you've also invited folk to revival. Now, I know the deacons have invited everybody in the ward if they had the right number. That's another thing, y'all. If, if the church doesn't have your right number, you know, you didn't change three or four times, we got to have the number in order to contact you, all right? But I know they reached out to everybody in all the world, so everybody knows about revival. But they weren't just telling you about revival just so you could come. Let me say it again. They weren't telling you about revival just so you could come. They were telling you about revival so you could do what? Invite others. Yeah, invite them to come and be a part of revival. There are some folk that this morning I took time to send a promo video. I know I didn't send it to everybody. You know why I didn't send it to everybody? Because the ones who got it going to send it to you. They're going to send the promo video to you, and you're not going to get the promo video and say, ooh, this is nice. No, 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 no. You have to hit share or copy and then paste it and send it to somebody else. Now, some of you got it twice for me this morning because I sent you the Google version, but I should have sent you the, the, the video itself. 
I didn't know what I was doing. So some of y'all got it twice. I wasn't trying to be funny. I just sent it two different ways, all right? So, but it does mean you need to send it to twice as many people you're going to. Amen. But that's a part of what we're doing. Revival starts in you. And I'm, I've got to get you ready for this. Are you ready to receive the miracle that God has for you? Are you ready to receive what God has for you and your family by trusting him in revival? Woo. This revival got to be kicked off, but it's kicked off in you. And we're going to kick it off now. We got, the revival starts now. The theme for our revival is return, renew, refresh, revive us again. Let me say it again. Return, renew, refresh, revive us again. I need you all to say that. Return, renew, refresh, revive us again. Seeing that we want to receive all God has for us, let's look at how the Lord will send us a revival. First, return. And that's return to church. Hebrews 10, 23, 25 says, Let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering. For he who promised is faithful. And let us consider how to stir up one another in love and good works, not neglecting to meet together, as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another, and all the more as you see the day drawing near. Yeah. Uh, King James, not neglecting. It says, King James says, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and that text tells us that we're not neglecting to meet together as is habit of some. Yeah, he threw that in there. Technology is great. We are more effectively online than we have ever been. We have gone from holding a phone <laughs> and, 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 and doing this to having an iPad up front just one iPad, it went from that to having a camera and then to a couple of cameras that's connected to uh, the internet and uh, computers and we're doing editing and monitoring and we're showing graphics. <laughs> yeah, you're showing graphics, everybody online. We have come a long way. We still have a little ways to go now, but we've come a long way. But there's just something about being together in the building. Yeah, there's something about that. For months, I preached to empty pews and one camera. And sometimes I did more than one sermon at that particular setting. Um, technology kept us together during the worst of the pandemic. Now, it's time to return. Return to the building for worship, but return safely. We can still wear masks. We don't have to crowd each other. Don't be offended if folk don't want you hugging on them. It's not that they don't love you. It's just that we're still in the midst of having flu and COVID and a whole bunch of other stuff out there. But when we are together, 
We can feel each other's love. We can see our body language when we're coming together. So we are inviting you to please come. Those online right now, inviting you to come to the building and share with us for revival. I have invited people who have not been to church, been in the building since before the pandemic. Y'all know there were some folk that still wouldn't come in before the pandemic. I've invited people who have not been to church since before the pandemic to come to revival. But FAB, please, 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 I got to bring it down here, please, pretty please, I'm asking you, pretty please with a cherry on top, please my brothers, please my sisters, I'm begging you, please, when they come, when they get here, please don't say, ooh, child, where you been? <laughs> please don't say, ooh, sure haven't seen you in a long time. Please don't say, what wind blew you in? Oh, y'all know all the sayings out there now. You know, y'all know all the sayings. I, I know you got to restrain yourself because you haven't seen them and you didn't know, oh, you still a member here? Don't do that, y'all. Please. Please. I'm begging you, please. Because just as quick as they get here, <laughs> they cannot come back because it's just one person saying, ooh, what you want? Who died in your family? Please, my brothers, please, my sisters, please. <laughs> They're coming. And why are they coming? Because you are inviting them also. They're glad to hear from you. And they want to come and worship. They want to come in fellowship. They want to come for revival. Please, my brothers and sisters, let them come. You don't have to let them know that because you got back last week that you were here before them. That's not important. Let them know how much you love God. Let them know how much you love them. It's time to return to church. Now, we never stopped worshiping. No, no, no. We were doing it electronically. We were always worshiping. We, we were always worshiping, so we never stopped worshiping. You got that? But there's just something about being able to talk. You know, we have a generation now that you can get everything from the phone. Y'all know there used to be a time when we could argue. You can't, you can't argue anymore. You know, oh, I know, I remember that. I remember, no, no, no. He, he, stole, he scored a touchdown in the fourth quarter. I, I know it was. I remember when he did that. Oh, he, oh I remember. No, this happened in, in 1940. No, this is what happened or whatever it is. That's not what happened. No, the, the people gave so much. We used to go argue stuff. But now you say, hey, Google, <laughs> tell me who did the last touchdown in the Super Bowl. And we've gotten so interpersonal that we could, get, we could get information to us. We could get information that we really quit depending on hearing from one another. We don't really talk or get a chance to discuss ideas anymore. We discuss the ideas that come to us through media. But let me tell you, it's something about being together and somebody having an opportunity to say to you, good morning, good to see you, I love you, God bless you. I know we could text it. I know we could send the heart. <laughs> But it's good when I can tell you I love you. Thank you. Okay. 
See, I'm saying it. See, somebody, somebody texted, you know, you know. Amen. But, but it's good. It, it's time, it's time, it's time to return to church. Secondly, it's time to renew our commitment. Renew our commitment. Sometimes we get so busy doing church stuff and church work and acting saved. Did I say that? <laughs> that we sometimes lose focus concerning who's really in charge. Why do we do what we do as his church? Who are we really committed to? Where, where is our true alliance? Why are we in this time and, and where does, and where, and at this time, and where does, all the time we use, where does our true commitment lie? Are we truly committed to the cause of Christ? Brother and deacon in training, Brother Terry Enoch, quoted in his prayer this morning, Mark chapter 8, verse 34. And the word of God says, and calling the crowd to him with his disciples, Jesus said to them, if anyone will come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross and follow me. What level of commitment do we have to Jesus? Are you all in or partially in or just want your name called? Mark 8, 34 through 38, I'm going to read. And calling the crowd to him with his disciples, he said to them, If anyone will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whoever would save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake and the gospel will save it. For what does it profit a man to gain the whole world and forfeit his soul? For what can a man give in return for his soul? For whoever, get this one now, whoever is ashamed of me and my words in this adulterous and sinful generation. Of him will the Son of Man also be ashamed when he comes in the glory of his Father with his holy angels. I, I kind of commented during cottage prayer, why is it that those who are in the world they can put themselves in many dangerous situations. They're in places where shots are fired. They're in places where fights break out. But they feel comfortable in those environments, but don't feel comfortable in God's church. What is it that happens while they they feel okay in North Carolina, but does not feel okay here. And then, when it's incumbent upon us to let them know how much God loves them in spite of what they've done, where they are, what they've been going through, when it comes to our sharing our love with them too many times, we're kind of exuding out to them, I'm better than you because I go to church. Our community needs the love that only we can give. And our community need to give that love to those who feel less loved. And I know sometimes we feel like we don't know enough scripture to lead somebody to Christ. I don't know enough Bible. I need the pastor, the deacon need to go and share all that gospel with them. I don't know all that. 
But you can say, please come to revival. Can't get much simpler than that. I may not be able to quote all of John 3.16, John 3.17. I, I might can't quote, quote Romans 10, 9, 10. I can quote, pastor said, please come to revival. <laughs> I, I'll be there. I'll come with you. Bring your family. Bring, now, now, now listen, if you're too ashamed to invite folk, you don't want folk to know Christ, I believe it just said, for whoever is ashamed of me, and my words, in this adulterous and sinful generation, of him will the Son of Man also be ashamed. God is calling us to commitment, to, to raise our commitment. Revival helps us to raise our level of commitment to let others know how much we truly love God. I love the, one song says, I love the Lord and I won't take it back. He's been so good to me. We got to be able to tell others. Revival gives us an opportunity to renew our commitment to Jesus. Tell as many as you know about Jesus. Tell as many as you can about revival. Tell them, tell them, tell them. Because God loves us. God cares for us. That's right. That's what you do when your mama being baptized. That's right. <laughs> Amen. Ah, that, I, I wish more folk would have that running spirit. Praise the Lord. Woo, thank you, Jesus. You know Mother Wilson. <laughs> Amen. Listen, listen, we are in a position to tell folk who don't know Christ about Christ. We're so positioned to do that. And don't depend on everybody else to do it. God needs us to do it. Next, we're calling on God to refresh our spirit. Acts chapter 1 verse 8 is recorded. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in all Judea, and Samaria, and to the end of the earth. Let me say it again. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in all Judea, and Samaria, and to the end of the earth. In order to renew our commitment we would definitely need to refresh the presence of the Holy Spirit who lives in us. The witnessing that we do, the good work that we do, the inviting others to worship that we do, and revival that, we ought, that ought to be done, is all of this ought to be done with excitement and vitality. Sometimes we do something for so long till it gets boring to us. Some folk come and sit in the same seat when they come to church. Come to church, sit in your seat, and go to sleep. Because you've just been doing that for years. I, I remember, I remember, I remember one time doing COVID. And it was me, the cameraman, and somebody else here in church. And um, I remember I'm, I'm preaching. Now, y'all, I think I'm preaching. I, th I think I'm preaching. I'm preaching. I'm preaching, doing COVID. Nobody else in the building. I'm preaching. And in the midst of me preaching, I look up and the cameraman sleep. <laughs> it's something bad when half of the whole congregation sleep, but thought, when half the whole congregation sleep. So, so <laughs> Woo. Listen, it takes the Holy Spirit to bring freshness back into our lives so we can do what God wants us to do. 
Yeah, we need that freshness that causes others to receive what God has sent in you and through you. We just need God to move in us in such a special way where we're excited about God, even more excited than we are about who's winning the NBA championship. Or who didn't win. <laughs> in the words of Daniel Iverson, Spirit of the living God, fall fresh on me. Spirit of the living God, fall fresh on me. How, how, does, how does God refresh us? It's in that song. How does God refresh us? Get ready, because you're about to hear something. You, you didn't realize you were getting refreshed. You didn't know you were on the cups of getting refreshed. How, how does he refresh us? This song puts it, he says, break me. Melt me. Mold me. And then fill me. Oh, I just got to ask you, since our last revival, has anybody been broken? Anything happened to you? Been broken, breaking your spirit or breaking what was going on? He said, break me. But you're not just broken into pieces. Then you have to be melted. He, the fire comes. To, to, it, it gets intense. You're broken, and then it's intense brokenness. And you're melted. You're, you're, you're no longer in the form of the shape you were, but, but you, you, your mind is open to, to, be, to do what God would have you to do. You, you, you wanted to do it your way. and kept doing it your way, your way, your way. Then God broke you, allowed you to be broken, and, and allowed you to be melted. Also, he could mold you into what he wants you to be. He wants to shape you. He, he wants you to get just like he wants you to get. He decided to do that. She said, I want to stay with the pastor. She can stay like this. She's fine. You're right. Yeah, she can holler all she wants. We all holler. Amen. Break me. Melt me. And, 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 and mold me. Now, he didn't do it just to break you for breaking you. No, no. God broke you for purpose. He didn't melt you just to be melting you and say, ooh, look at that mess. No, no, no. And he's molding us. But not only is he molding us, then he fills us. Fills us so we can do the work he called us to do. Spirit of the living God, fall fresh on me. Break me, melt me, mold me, fill me. What a mighty God we serve. Since our last revival, I know some have been broken, some have been melted, some have been molding. But it's time to be filled. So, lastly, revive us again. 2 Timothy 1, 6 and 7. For this reason, I remind you to fan into flame the gift of God which is in you through the laying on of my hands. For God gave us a spirit not of fear, but of power and love and self-control. A sound man. Paul is talking to Timothy. Paul is talking to us. God has given us everything we need to do what he's called us to do. We get kind of upset about the things we can't do, but many times have realized maybe that's not what God called you to do. Because you need everything that you need to do what God called you to do, he has equipped you with it. And because he's equipped you with it, you can do it and you can do it well. So begin to say, yes, Lord, I hear what you want me to do. He said he's fanning the flame. In other words, we're asking God to revive us because there's something there to be revived. 
That's, that's why we call it revival. It's really for the folk who are already saved. And because you are saved, it's just refreshing us. It's, it's getting us to a point where we can receive what God has for us and now fan in the flame that little amber, that, that, that little spark that you already have, but now you can be fanned in the flame and now you catch on fire. I, I, you probably can help me with that. There's a song in the Pentecost saying, I wish somebody would catch on fire. And burn with the mother, yeah, and burn with the Holy Ghost. Yeah. Oh yeah, y'all, 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 y'all right? come here Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Yeah. And when you start burning, just say, Lord, I thank you. Burning and running. That that child was trying to get us get us ready for what is to come. That was just a foretaste of what is to come. Yeah, she's just getting us ready for that. What a mighty God we say. If you are saved. There was a time when you were extremely excited about the transformation that took place in your life. Anybody remember when you first got saved? First got, you were so excited. But then you started getting around church folk. <laughs> Somebody told you it don't take all that. And while all you go through all that, you start looking around and say, okay, well, maybe it don't take all that. Maybe I shouldn't be so excited. Let me calm my little self down. No, 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 no. We fan it in the flame. What God has placed in you and the spirit that he's given you. God has done that. Over time and with life circumstances, situations, sometimes excitement wanes and does not seemingly shine as bright as it did in the beginning. Revival is about fanning the flame. And bringing back to life that would seem to have been on life support. God's going to get us up and get us ready to do the work. I can't say it enough. All of society needs us. You may not know it, but the world needs us. We're in the last days. It's almost over. It could happen during our physical lifetime. All the signs are there, but there are folk who don't know Christ, but they know you. There are folk who don't know Christ, but they look up to you. There are folk who don't know Christ, and they might can't stand you, but you have a relationship with them. God is calling us to reach out to them and let them know a very simple message. God loves them. And they say, well, give me, me? God, God loves me. You know, I, I've, I've been sitting all my life. You see the people I hang with, see the kind of stuff I do, you know, see what I smoke, what I drink, look how I act. You know, God loves me. Yes. Let them know that. Yeah, you might have an issue with them, but God still loves them. Thank you, Holy Ghost. You might not care much for them, but God loves them. Newsflash. As much as he loves you. It's his will that none should perish. And he wants us to do our part. That God could get the praise, the honor, and the glory. What a mighty God we serve. Pastor, what should I tell them? Tell them that God so loved the world he gave his only begotten son. That whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Tell them that God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world to him might be saved. Tell him how much God loves him. Well, how much did God love him? He loved him so much that he sent his son. 
who came through 42 generations. Tell them that Jesus came, God's only son, came, lived on this earth, went about doing good, and out of the love that he had, out of all the love God has for us, he allowed Jesus to die for all of our sins. We commemorate that. With nails in his hands, nails in his feet, kind of thorns on his head, he died that we might live. That's the message that we tell them. And everybody connected with First African Baptist Church for at least two days will know that Jesus died and that he rose and that he's coming back again. That's all we got to tell them as we get ready for revival, as we get ready for the preaching part of revival. That's all we got to tell them. Everybody, bring somebody, everybody, tell everybody of what God wants us to do and how he wants to do it. God loves us. God cares for us. God would do it. Before I do the invitation, um, I did ask uh, one, of our, one of our children to pray for me today. I got to hear to myself. Where is he? Who's supposed to pray? Okay, I want to make sure I didn't pass over. All right, all right. Any of our children want to come pray? Easy out. Don't overlook, don't overlook the children. All right. You're here today, and if you're watching online, we say to you in a very special way, God loves you. No matter what I said to you, no, don't care how I may have offended you. Higher than me loves you. And he wants you saved. He wants you to have joy and peace that only comes from a relationship with him. So if you're in this building or if you're online and you say, you know what? Prior to revival, I want to accept Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. Prior to Dr. Cosby coming on Tuesday, I, I want the Lord in my life. I believe Jesus died for my sins, rose from the grave. He's coming back again. If there are families and others that want to walk down the aisle with folk who want to accept Christ, come on and walk down the aisle with them and let them receive Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. If you're online, you can type the word saved to the number that you see online. And from typing that number, we'll respond back with you. Let's take time to pray. If you're here or if you're online and want to accept Christ, pray this prayer with me. Say, Father God, I have sinned. I have not been all I should be. I am sorry for my sins. I want to turn from my sins. I believe in my heart. Jesus died for my sins and rose from the grave. I'm willing to trust you, God, all the days of my life. Holy Spirit, come into my life. Help me to be what you want me to be. I will tell others that you saved me. Thank you, God, for saving me. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. If you're here today, won't you come? We're asking again. We're thankful for everybody who's come to worship with us. Thank you for all our guests. God bless you. We're praying that you have safe travels back to your home, place of abode. Thank you. Let us remember, invite others to be with us revival starting on Tuesday night, 7 p.m. Bring everybody who you can. Let's start off strong. Let's finish strong. God loves and cares for you all. For our men's ministry, uh, don't forget you can still give to the men's gathering. 
Go to Givelify. You can still give toward the men's gathering. If you have not given, if you have given, you can give a little more for the men's ministry, trying to meet that budget. Again, God bless you. Thank you all for what you're doing. Let us pray. God, again, we thank you for what our eyes have seen, our ears have heard, our hearts have felt. God, we thank you for revival. Be with us now, God, that we can return, that we can be renewed, that we can refresh, revive us again. And now we ask that the grace of God, the love of Jesus, and the sweet communion of the Holy Spirit would rest the in the Bible that's now henceforth and forevermore. The people of God said amen, amen and praise God. Just for a moment. Remain connected to us as we build God's kingdom together. Join us on Facebook at the historic First African Baptist Church and our website, firstafricanbc.com. You may also contribute through an app called Givelify, G-I-V-E-L-I-F-Y. May God bless you and thank you for worshiping with us.